0: Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, June 1st, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Centers Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Over the weekend, we saw a pretty significant uptick in Telnet scans. Now, Telnet, of course, is heavily attacked uh, no matter what day it is. But uh, the number of sources that were scanning for Telnet servers about doubled this weekend. And the attacks appear to be continuing into today. So it's not over yet. Problem is, we don't really know what's exactly responsible for this uptick. There is, of course, so much going on on Telnet every day, so it's a little bit hard to really identify one particular Exploit or one particular bot that increased uh, the scan rate uh, by this amount It's not just us seeing it. There are a couple other people that reported to us that they're seeing a similar Increases in inbound telnet traffic overall, of course You should not expose telnet the most likely target according to the exploits we are seeing are embedded devices that expose telnet and then an attacker would get shell access and then use busybox on the device to download additional malware So my best guess at this point is uh, some stupid old vulnerability in some kind of router, IP camera, or anything like that, that exposes Telnet. Make sure that you are not exposing Telnet from any device like that. Block it at your firewall and then make sure that the firewall itself can't be reached via Telnet. And dual security looked at some of the update software that is commonly shipped with many laptops. Typically, this software is used to keep system drivers and the like up to date, but also to update loadware that's often pre-installed on systems when you purchase it from these OEMs. Well, uh, in part, in order to update things like system drivers, this software does run as system. So if there is a vulnerability, an attacker does get full access to the system. No surprise, they usually get it wrong. They don't use SSL, for example, for updates or for the manifest. They don't sign the manifest and they don't use authenticate in order to validate that the update hasn't been tampered with in transit. The only one according to the dual security table here that gets it all right is Lenovo's solution center. But then again, the Lenovo update agent gets it all wrong. So in short, if you keep these automatic update tools installed, you are susceptible to downloading a malicious update that could compromise your system. And Nexploit has been released in the form of an easy-to-use Metasploit module that takes advantage of uh, vulnerability in Environmental Systems Corporation 8832 data controllers, which is commonly used in power plants. Now, the problem with this particular data controller is that there is an updated firmware. It just doesn't run on this particular controller. You need to actually buy a new, more recent version of the hardware in order to have enough memory to run the updated firmware version. The vulnerabilities being exploited here are essentially run-of-the-mill web app vulnerabilities. Even without the Metasploit module, it's not that terribly hard to take advantage of them. But of course, with the Metasploit module available, any kit out there can now control a power plant. And fail to ban a little Linux tool that's quite popular that allows you to monitor various system logs and then add automatic IP tables rules to block attackers has been updated to include IPv6 support. Right now it looks like it will block individual IPv6 addresses pretty much like what it does in IPv4 There was a proposal at one point if fail to ban detects attacks from multiple IPv6 addresses Within the same slash 64 to block the entire slash 64 which actually makes some um, sense in IPv6 But I don't think at least uh, looking at the code here quickly that uh, this has been implemented yet and checkpoint announced two more vulnerabilities in lg smartphones these vulnerabilities are specific to this brand they don't affect other android phones the first vulnerability is a local privilege escalation vulnerability any application running on the phone can connect to the At daemon and then launch uh, commands as administrator, as root. And the second vulnerability is actually remotely exploitable. The WAP or web push protocol that can be used to send URLs via SMS messages, can be used to exploit a SQL injection vulnerability within the phone. So that's actually kind of interesting the way this works Anyway, LG did release a patch for both vulnerabilities. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.